0: in it amen, amen. Did you enjoy last night amen. I sure enjoyed it and I've been feeding on it today and and uh, looking forward to this afternoon service I want to pray for the kids as they're coming home they're not too far away now so but they're already tuned in and watching amen. and so uh, I just got a clip of them uh, uh, rejoicing with you as amen. you were singing so we just we want to thank the Lord for that. Want to want you to remember, Brother Wendell Martin's uh, church. They had dedication services this weekend, and uh, brand spanking new church. And Brother Tim Pruitt speaking there this morning. And a huge storm. That's Tornado Alley in Oklahoma, and a huge storm came through there, and flooded that brand new building. So, Amen. You can imagine their disappointment today and uh, that happened just before church time and so they were able to move the church. You know, you're not gonna stop God, so. And so this will be just a little bit of a, a deal to where they'll have to clean up the church and get everything back in order. But they're our brothers and sisters and so we want to remember them that as they're going through that, I prayed for them this morning. Brother Tim called me and asked me to go to prayer for it. And so we pray today as a family and so I would like for you to continue to remember them in prayer. Brother Wendell Martin is Brother Sean Martin's brother. And uh, they're just a wonderful family. He's a wonderful singer and preacher. And so we just we want to pray for them as a body of believers. Amen. Isn't God good to us? He never said we wouldn't have trouble, but he said he'd be with us through the trouble. And So I'm really thankful for that because sometimes I think, man. You know, you would think after a while you beat yourself up, do I not have faith or am I doing the wrong thing? And you just realize that everybody around you's got trouble. Everybody's got trouble because we're born of man and a few days and full of trouble. But our promise is that God will be with us. And so we just thank the Lord for that tonight. God bless you. You'll turn with me in your scriptures tonight. In St. John chapter 18 and verse 36. I want to read one scripture. <clears throat> I want to continue with the same thought last, as we had last night. Commission to speak. Amen. <clears throat> a couple services like this, the devil realizes I got a real problem on my hand. Amen. If these people get what they're hearing, Amen. if they get what they're hearing, Amen. I got a problem amen. And Jesus is standing in a a dimension and explaining how powerful he was. John 18 verse 36 and Jesus answered my kingdom is not of this world. I want to identify myself as that tonight. My kingdom is not of this world. You see, I carry a citizenship of the United States of America and a passport and all of my identification, and it says my address, the United States of America. But my kingdom is not from here. If my kingdom were of this world, then Ron Spencer would be here to fight. Did you get it? then my servants would fight. That I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now is my kingdom not from hence. I want you to just notice, he looked at the word to see what the word said about himself, and he believed it. Psalms 16 and verse 9. Therefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope, for thou wilt not suffer, will not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to seek corruption. Jesus knew, i don't need to buy a tomb, I'm not going to be there long. Second Corinthians four and verse seventeen, for our light affliction which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceedingly eternal weight of glory. 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 8. We're troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we love you with all of our hearts tonight. Lord, as I read this word and just think about what's laying right in front of us, I get so excited. Lord Jesus, I just ask you that you would bless your people. Lord, as they hear this word tonight, to be with our young people as they're driving home, Father, this evening. Lord, I just ask you that you would be with Brother Wendell Martin's church and the people that have gathered for that meeting there in Oklahoma, Brother Tim Pruitt, our buddy that's, that's preached the meeting this morning, and Lord, I just ask you that you would be with them, Father. Lord, we just pray that you would just meet our needs this afternoon and touch our hearts, we pray, in Jesus Christ's name we ask, amen and amen. You can be seated. <clears throat> amen. Brother Branham says when a man becomes a Christian, God gives him a checkbook. It's an unlimited account that goes with this checkbook. It's already signed by Jesus Christ, but you have to fill it out. Brother Branham make a couple of statements and he says, and she knows what he wants done with the word. Comes down and he says, He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is and what she stands for, that she can do the greater works. She will be an invincible army. Now, this wasn't to the denominational system that didn't know if they were in or out or up and down or... They didn't know what scripture to take part of it or what what parts inspired. But this is the bride to Jesus Christ. This is the power that's been given to the bride of Jesus Christ. And I believe I'm one of them. And I believe that I'm one of them. Are you with me now? We believe that he's king and being we're part of him, we're queen. Are you with me? He conquered and we received. Oh, hallelujah. Now, Brother Branham said this. He says, God's giving, given every sick person in here divine healing. Every one of you. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. And with his stripes we were healed. It's yours, but you'll have to fight for every inch that you possess. Everywhere the soles of your feet travel. God told Joshua, I've given it you. Footprints means possessions. He said, let's go in. Footprints means is possession. Let's take every inch of ground that's God given us. If you haven't got the baptism of the Holy Ghost, Peter said the promise is unto you and to your children, to them that's afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Footprints is possession. Let's go get it. It's ours. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Let's possess it. It's God's promise. Don't look at the circumstances. Don't look how hard it is. Possess the land. We'll have a meeting. Like this morning, we were having a meeting there, and the Holy Ghost was falling into place, and people were screaming and shouting and praising the Lord. And then someone came up and said, Pray for me, Brother Branham. And I laid hands on them, and I prayed for him, and I said, Now, Go and believe. Are you with me? There was power there to, to set him free, and he could have walked away with a miracle, but God challenges us to believe. Here's what it is it's easy to feel the power of God to see when you believe it. He said, But when it comes to a showdown, are you able to possess the thing that you profess that you have? This is a powerful statement. I want you to get it. And when it comes to a showdown, are you able to possess the thing that you profess that you have? I want you to understand tonight, Satan, he don't bluff easy. He knows whether you got it or not. Hallelujah. The thing of it is, brother, we gotta get it. We gotta take it. It's ours, but you have to fight for every inch of the ground. Joshua fought for every inch of the ground from one of one end of the country to the other. But he had a promise that God said, I give it to you. He said, Whether there's giants, whether there's atheists, whether there's infidels, whether there's cold formal churches, what difference does it make? God give us a promise. Let's take it. It's ours. It belongs to us. It's our possession. Let's go get it. It belongs to us. Don't be afraid. Don't stay back and say, well, I I, I believe the days of miracles is passed. And, oh, I don't know. I, I don't know what to, I, I don't do that. Then he says, he said, that don't look like a child of Abraham. No matter how far along the promise seemed to hold out. Well, it went for 25 years. But instead of Abraham getting weaker, he got stronger. Oh, hallelujah. The rapture's on time. The resurrection is on time. When Lazarus was in a tomb, let me just say, when Jesus showed up, he was on time. But instead of Abraham getting weaker, he got stronger all the time. For he knowed it'd be a greater miracle all the time. And we'll be prayed for one night, and the next morning we got a bad stomach, or maybe we'll say, maybe I never got my healing. Have to go through the prayer line again. You call yourself a son of Abraham or a child of Abraham? He said God made a promise. God gave the promise, and you believe it. I don't care what takes place. It's yours, for fight the devil on every ounce of ground that he stands on, walk over and take it. Take the sword of the word. God's promises is true, nothing can stop it. They're God's promises. He gave us the promise that He that 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 just like He did for the children of Israel, the Pentecostal church has come to a Kadesh Barnea. Are we able? Can we do it? Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can we walk up there and take a hold of God's promise and say, It's the truth? I claim it, I own it. God gave it. To me, Remember Jesus conquered sickness. He conquered temptation. When the enemy spit in his face and smote his jaw and he turned to the other side, when they jerked the beard from his face and spit on him, he never rebelled back. He conquered the gate of temptation. We read this to you last night. I want you to keep this in your mind over these next couple of weeks. And these signs shall follow them that believe. I am a believer. That's where I identify. I am a believer. Whether I'm having a good day or a bad day, that doesn't matter. All the fluff of life doesn't matter. Oh, Brother Ron, but I'm having a bad week. I'm still a believer. I'm having a bad day. I'm still a believer. God knew I'd have a bad day. But He's got to have somebody in this day that knew the circumstances. God knew the circumstances is coming on. And He's still got believers. Hallelujah. Paul wrote almost the New Testament from a dungeon not a plush comfortable suite to where that he'd have all the luxuries or a personal a personal attendant to take come and bring him coffee and candies every time that he got a little bit hungry from a dungeon he would write some of the most powerful words that's given to humanity today if god be for us who can be against us Are you with me? Maybe to the outside eye you were looking at the mortal clay and the mortal situation. It doesn't matter what the mortal clay said. We got a promise of God. Hallelujah. Brother Jonathan, maybe you can adjust that up a couple degrees if you would. He says, Paul said this, and I was with you in weakness and in fear. And in much trembling. Let me, just, let me just let you know this. Fear is mentioned 600 times in the scripture. It's not a myth. It's not an illusion. Your human body is going to understand fear. But God gave you a word greater than fear. Oh hallelujah, oh hallelujah. Notice I just read it. These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, so that gives us authority. In my name shall they cast out devils and they shall speak with new tongues and they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick. I want you to understand, it doesn't say preachers, Prophets believe us. Mamas, when your babies get sick and it's got a fever brow, you have authority in the name of Jesus Christ. You're at work and you're in a situation to where you can't call your neighbor. You got a high priest that can be touched with the feeling of your infirmity. Take your pen and write the check. Speak to the situation. React in the moment. God's made you and built you to respond to the challenge of the hour. Hallelujah. 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 The scripture, First John chapter three and verse two. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Hallelujah. Now are we the sons of God. Not some day or some wishing day. Now are we the sons of God. Claim your promise. First John chapter 4 and verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Are you with me now? You're built for the challenge. God knew what you would need to overcome in this day. So when in his pre-planning, he knew what kind of artillery that you would have to have. And you see, God doesn't evolve because he never has a new thought. Every 10 years he doesn't have to update his program. He's not like your computer in a few days, you gotta download a new iOS system for your iPhone. God never has had to change his word ever. He's God, he's infinite, never had a new thought. And so when he was giving you a weapon that you could overcome in your day, it's not time sensitive, And it don't run out like your milk or your eggs does. God's word worked for Abraham. It worked for Noah. It worked for Paul. It worked for Brother Branham. It'll work for you. God predestinated this moment. I want you to just think for just a moment. You are a first round draft choice in God's mind. Are you with me? Men spend millions and millions of dollars into the billions of dollars trying to find a Kentucky Derby winner. And they're only looking for potential. Looking for that right one that's got it all. Are you with me? And even in having the right size horse and the right, you can't measure a heart. In all of the millions of dollars, you can't measure a heart. You can't measure desire. You can't measure. But when God deposited what He deposited on the inside of you, He's not in the if program. He's not in the if. He knows what he deposited down on the inside of you. You're the spoken word of the original seed. You are Christ, the mystery of this day. You are the fulfillment of things that are to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You remember me telling you this story for years. I was in Alaska preaching a meeting, <clears throat> and they asked me to come down. And after the meeting was over, asked me if I'd like to go fishing. I've never been a fisherman. I, I, I really, I'm not, I'm not, uh, not because I don't like it. It's just the opportunity hasn't been there a whole lot for me. We don't live around great big lakes. We got rivers and. That kind of thing, but just never been I loved hunting, but I never caught the knack the for fishing. I like to fish for men. Now I really like that. And I found myself in a in the the Alaskan, it's a it's a it's a Kenai River and a Russian River kind of kind of come together. And I'm standing with a, with a brother named Don Bablis, and he was a, a short man like myself, and he was, standing on the, he was standing in the water with me, and we had to have waders on, they had to be out in the river, the river was swift, and all of you know how, how I enjoy water anyway, and so this swift river, and it's just crazy cold coming off those glaciers, and, and we're fishing for those, those, those salmon as they pass by, and, and I, I'm standing there and I'm standing beside of a man and he's fishing and there's a guy just over his shoulder and, and and this guy's telling him where to fish. And he was throwing his lure and we're lined all you know we're just all of us are lined up and down you just as far as your eye can see was people in the river. And this guy was telling him where to throw his fish throw his, throw his hook. He was throwing in the same hole I was. And after a little while I asked him I said what are you paying that guy? And he said Well, it's a $5,000 trip. I said, really? You're throwing in the same hole that I'm throwing in. He said, what did you pay? I said, $10. As it would turn out, we caught the same thing. Neither one of us caught anything. Brother Don Babylus was standing on this side and he, you know, he got kind of a little bit bored with fishing, you know. And, and he said, Brother Ron, he said, I was fishing here one day and I was talking to a fisherman, and he said to this guy, and he said, he said, he told me a story that you might find interesting. And he said there was an, an eagle that was flying over top of this. And he said, now eagles are, are fast birds, but they have predators too. And said this hawk was picking on this eagle and because he could he can fly more direct and quick and, and he'd just fly down and he would hit this eagle and he would peck on him. And he and he was just pasturing him and pasturing him and pasturing him and and, and so after a while he said, he said he hit this eagle in the back of the head, and that eagle started tum- tumbling and tumbling and tumbling like this right here. And as he tumbling, he said, I thought I was going to watch that eagle perish. And he said, just before he hit the water, he said, I saw his head shake itself. And he set his wings. And when he came to himself, he tore that hawk to pieces. I want you to understand, you're eagle. And you might get knocked out once in a while, but when you come to yourself, and you realize who you are, and the devil might challenge you over and over and over again, but when you come to yourself, and you realize who you are, tear his kingdom up. Hallelujah. I think sometimes we just need to let go and let God have His way. I think sometimes we need to get beyond ourselves and our, our realm of thinking, and this is who I am. God built you to be an overcomer of this day. Every one of us have a mountain in our life. Every one of us do. Your neighbor cannot speak to your mountain like you can. We can pray for one another and uplift one another, but you got to speak to your mountain. You remember that little grain of sound that we talked about last night? You may not see your mouth and move immediately, but when you speak to it, a grain of sand rolls over. Amen. That's right. That's right. That's it. Hallelujah. Are you with me now? We should ask ourselves what is in our hands. I think sometimes we don't realize what really is in our hands. We have the most powerful message that's ever been delivered to humankind. We are the final voice to the final age. We are an invincible army. We are bone of his bone, life of his life, power of his power. We're everything that God thought that we would be and what he deposited on the inside of us. But because of our human shell that is around us, The devil constantly reminds you of your humanity. Why don't you remind him that God put something eternal on the inside of me? And though this outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day
1: by day.
0: We sing songs when we come here to church. There's a reason we do that. There's a reason God ordained that to be. Because singing songs is a live testimony of God's word. We sing the song when the redeemed are gathering in. And we sing it with enthusiasm because we believe I'm one of those redeemed and we're headed for a gathering. I wonder if we'd stop and listen to how we sing sometimes. Last night I told you about you have to be inspired to read God's inspired word for it to come to life. I wonder if we would listen to our singing. Well, I am thinking of a rapture in that blessed Oh, Oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a child of the King. I'm not talking about how good you can sing, how bad you can sing. I'm talking about whether it's coming from your heart. Do you really believe it? couple hundred of you in here and you start singing from your heart and it's beyond entertainment and beyond beyond your humanity and beyond your bad week and your bad day and you come in here and start releasing the power of the spoken word through your lips and we begin to sing and we begin to dance in the spirit of God when Jesus said, peace, be still, a very powerful storm had arose. And the author and the finisher of our faith spoke to that storm. And in a few seconds, that sea was like glass. And the ones that were around him said, never a man spake like that man. I pray that the people that work with you, that, that live in your worlds, that they can see you speak to your storms. And regardless of the things that's going on, you take God's word. And sometimes you may not be able to quote it, but you go back and you go to God's word and you, you put on the query of God's word and you say, I want to find out what it says about that. Because in my feeble words, I don't know what to say. But when I take God's words and I speak to my situation, you got a question about, are you with me now? Go to what God says about it. Some people go to 42 different people to get the answer that they're looking for. I have no faith in that kind of a deal. I go to what God says. I go to what God said. And the God that said, peace be still, and in just seconds, that sea became glass. i take that. When he told the sick, be healed. He didn't pray a 42-minute prayer. Oh, Brother Ron, I would love to have walked in Brother Branham's prayer line. Have you stopped to listen to that sometime? Have you have you stopped to listen to that? Brother Branham will sometimes tell a story about the woman at the well and she recognized who was there. Or he'll he'll talk about the raising of Lazarus. And then are you the patient? And then if the Lord would show me to get your faith to, and I, he'll tell me if you'll just, if you'll now. Do you believe me to be God's prophet? What was he doing? It wasn't Brother Branham's faith. He was trying to get their faith. You know they're standing, standing something between. You can feel it now. Uh, they're, they're standing something between you and I. That's him. Don't be nervous. That's him. I'm not your healer. He's your healer. What he was asked them to, to do, even from that service I just read to you this morning, this morning we had a tremendous service. We shouted. We danced. And a person came to be prayed for. And I told them, go and believe. Go and believe. Well, well Brother, Ron, Brother Branham could have spoke them to be healed. Many people they were But for the most of them, they were challenged to go and believe. Brother Branham said when he was standing there speaking those squirrels, how many squirrels do you want? I want three. And he said, God challenged me to believe. And I accepted his challenge. If God said these things about us, let's accept the challenge. When Jesus walked to the tomb and he called for his friend to come forth from the tomb, he didn't pray if it be your will. He called for Lazarus by name. And Brother Brown said, Being the voice of the resurrection, had he not called him by name, there would have been a general resurrection. Jesus said. Some powerful words. And for Lazarus, these were incredibly powerful. Lazarus, come forth. And so from another dimension, he began to testify. I hear his voice now. And I gotta go. Roll the stone away. By now, Lord, he stinketh. Roll the stone away. Sometimes he challenges us to use our faith. Brother Branham didn't walk over, or Jesus didn't walk over and help them move the stone. He challenged them because them moving the stone showed their faith. Hallelujah, sometimes you're going to have to roll the stone. Brother Ron, I want the preacher to do it. The preacher can only preach the word and challenge you to believe, but you've got to roll some stones. Amen. Jesus said, I and my father, a one. You see, that's what got him crucified. When he told them that I am the word, the I am, the I am, the I am is in me. I am the human body to which God has chose to fill all of his fullness. The prophets were God in portion. Jesus was the fullness of the Godhead bodily. When this message becomes more than a message by association, but you're the Word made flesh, more than books and tapes and pictures on the wall, but I am a believer. Jesus said, I have power to lay my life down. And power to take it up again. He was quoting what the Word said. Are you with me? He was quoting what the Word said. We can say, I'm as good as raptured because that's what the Word said about me. I will get a resurrection because that's what the Word said about me. Regardless of how I feel, I am healed. Are you with me tonight? Yeah. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah! Sickened! Yeah. Yeah. Deuteronomy chapter 31 and verse 6. Notice the positiveness of this scripture. Be strong and of good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. Brother Ron, but that was to Joshua. Really? That's the way you can read it. But he's an I am God. He's an ever-present God. When he laid out a prescription, that's the way it is. I want you to read this with me tonight. And I want you to say, this is for me. Be strong. And of a good courage. Fear not. Nor be afraid of them. For the Lord thy God, he it is that doth go with me. He will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. I preached this at Brother Tim Pruitt's, or Brother Kelly's, so maybe this will be good. I didn't preach this sermon there. Had I been given this sermon there, I'd have preached this sermon there. But it got, I got this this week, so you're getting it this week. <laughs> but Brother Branham says it was like a, a man that had that three-cornered stick. And of course, he talked about that denominational Trinitarian spirit, said he would grab the woman by the nap of the neck, and he would beat him. And he would beat that woman, and if she'd get up, he'd beat that woman back down again. He'd beat that woman back down again. And he, he began to think, if I could only help. And all of a sudden he began to believe who he was. And he said his faith muscles began to grow. And the bigger he got, the smaller that man got. And he took, he said, I thought that woman was my mother, but that wasn't my daddy. And he said, Then I realized it was the church but too many times we had battered woman or battered men, or battered life syndrome and we went through the the, the torments of life and we're constantly living a life of regrets. We've all had bad things happen to us. We've all had horrible things happen to us but putting those things behind, put it behind, forget it. I said this there, I'll say this now. Life's too short to live in torment. If you live 100 years old and live and live in torment, I would rather live by myself than live in torment. Don't get mad at me. Life is too short to live in torment don't go give us a license to go and get remarried. But life's too short. Let the devil beat you around all the time. I want a home that's filled with peace. I want a home that's filled with courage. That's the kind of home I got. A home that's filled with courage and faith and, and response to the word of God. It's my sanctuary on the earth where I live in a tent or I live in a castle. God's welcome at my house. And as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Satan will put a trap for you if you're not careful. But I want to ask you, how long will you live with that trap? I've been a Christian a long time now. I've been a preacher a long time. I want to understand many, I've seen many with habits and weaknesses in their life but the day that you fall out of love with that weakness and you start hating that sin that's actually destroying you because sin will destroy, it's got a payday and that See and paste top dollar. In Virginia we're we've got wine farms all over Virginia. But now things are changing to where there's going to be cannabis farms. Marijuana farms, legalized marijuana farms all over Virginia. It's not coming, it's here. Are you with me? You can't make money on cattle or battle on sheep, but you can make it on marijuana because sin still pays stop dollar, And insanity reigns in the world, but it does not have to reign in your life. If Jesus is the king of your life, you can speak to that weakness and say, I'll not put up with you no more. Amen. Your amens were better a little while ago, but I'll take the ones that you squeaked out just now. There was a time that Cinderella in the story had to live in the attic. There was a time that she wore raggedy clothes. There was a time. There was a time that she, that she supposedly mocked and, made the, and they made fun of her. But that time come to an end to where that she was the prince's wife. Help me preach. There was a time that you looked like you were aliens from the commonwealth of God, and you looked like you were insane, and you looked like you was on your way to a devil's hell, but that seed came to life on the inside of you, and you recognize I'm one of them. I am the bride of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
1: to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! Glory! Hallelujah.
0: I'm not the devil's whipping post. in the world became fish food. Daniel prayed and the lions that were in the den that were going to eat him stood and could not consume him. But those same lions ate the men that accused him. Elijah prayed and became the greatest athlete in the world and ran faster 40 miles than the best horses of Israel. Brother Random said that prayer is the most powerful weapon that was ever put in the control of human beings. There's no atomic bomb or hydrogen bomb as powerful as prayer. Prayer will change the mind of God. The scripture said, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. But you have to recognize what has came against you is nothing but a trick. I won't be long now. You hang with me. Who has the most power before God? And you've heard me quote this a hundred times, but I want you to I want you to get it. Who has the most power before God? An angel that's a servant. They're his servants. What are you? You're a son and daughter. Who has the most power in heaven then? A sinner that's been saved by grace or an archangel that's standing by his right side? And then he answers the question. The sinner that's been saved by grace has more authority in heaven than an archangel that stood by his side without sin because he's a son. A son has more authority than a servant does. Now, I want, I want to bring this to you. Four angels. Brother Branham said, stopped the world war. Four. Stop the world war. Every time I see 11:11 on a clock I'm reminded that God stopped the war 11:11 exactly right on time They didn't even understand what stopped it Or there would be no flesh God had a promise in the book it had to come to pass You and I hadn't been born yet most of us and listen, God couldn't let that war go any further. So he sent four angels and they stopped the war. United States didn't stop it. Germany didn't stop it. Europe didn't stop it. Four angels stopped the war. Three men were headed to a, to a, to a, a fiery furnace and they heated it up seven times hotter to which even the guards that stood by the door were consumed with it. Wormwood said, let me go down. I'll change it. I destroyed the whole earth with water. Let me go. i change. I'll wipe babbling off the face of the earth. My, Gabriel said, let me go. I'll change the whole situation. God said, I've been watching all night long. I'm not going to let you go. I'm going to go myself. Brother Branham said he called a clown and a zigzag lightning. And he went into the fire. That's where he will meet you. <laughs> Amram and Joseph bid knew that the deliverance was at hand. And in there, knowing the deliverance is at hand, some God just kept putting it in their heart. It's time for deliverance. We've been here 400 years. It's time for deliverance. God met Abraham in the form of Melchizedek, and he told us oh, we would be here this length of time, and it's time for deliverance. Brother Branham said in teaching on Moses that Amram would go into his little attic And there he was met by an angel. And he was met by an angel. Did you ever find that in the book? You ever found it? I've been a Bible studier all my life. But a prophet that knew that Eve had blonde hair Well, Brother Ron, he was just making up a story. Really? That knew that that knew that Bartimaeus climbed himself up in a tree. That knew, are you with me? Not Bartimaeus, help me here. Zacchaeus climbed himself up a tree, knew that he did, and watched how he got in the tree. Well, Brother Ron, Brother Ram was watching, making up a story. Let me just say this to you, was he? When he told the woman that she got off of the bus because of her her nervous condition that had been all these years, he said, I see you as a little girl, and you got off of the bus, and a dog chased you down the road. God knows how to rewind 40 years, tell you what's going on here today, and then fast forward that tomorrow you're going to be well. The God that can rewind 40 years, that can go back to the Garden of Eden and say Eve was born headed. The baby was born, and they were killing thousands of babies, killing a generation trying to get rid of that baby. And Brother Random said God just simply pulled one over on them and allowed them to train Moses and educate Moses and take care of Moses. Stupid devil. The devil can't touch a hair of your head until God gives him permission. instructions to take this baby and put it into a crocodile infested nile. They built a certain type of a bulrush and put tar on it. Placed the baby down inside of it. Let me say this to you. It was better protected there than in their arms. And Brother Branham said, God called for Gabriel and ten thousand angels to line up and down the that Nile River, and He gave Gabriel specific instructions to stand on the on that bulrush, on that on that basket, and every time a a, a a crocodile come up, He said, "Put your foot on that crocodile's nose." And He said, "Whenever he get into the whirlpools, which you're going to get in some whirlpools in life." You see that he gets out of it. You're better protected tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say this to you. We are not alone. Last couple of weeks, they've been having a, a gathering of area 51 trying to explain UFOs. You had a prophet that stood about that tall explain what those UFOs were, that they were investigating angels of God. Don't worry about do they have their body out yonder somewhere or another. Come on, church. Ooh, it seems spooky to me. Whether you know it or not, there's thousands of angels that are standing in this building to watch over top of you. You are not alone. I don't have the time to tell you how much power that's given to them. And they carry out their orders. They've been carrying them out since the eternities, and they will continue to carry those orders out. But you are a son. You are a daughter. And you've got more power with God than those angels. The angel that was riding on the bull rush to which nobody could see but he was there. The angel that's watching over your car and he's there. I can't see him. Don't matter if I can see him or not. He's there. The angel that's standing with you in the dentist chair. The angel that walks into your doctor's visit. That walks into your courtroom. That goes to school with you. You have more power than the angels of God. Brother Bram was had just killed a forty-two-inch caribou. It had been a vision for about two years. Brother Bud didn't even think such an animal was in the woods. But he told it, he believed it. And when Brother Branham was looking across the thumb, there he is. Brother Bud knew that he couldn't traverse across those rocks. They were shell rocks, they were too slick to run across. Brother Branham said, That's the way the angel told us me to go. He said, Here we go. come on church, after they kill it and, the, and Blaine puts his hands down on it and it fulfills the vision and Brother Eddie's standing there in that green checkered shirt. We've heard that story hundreds and hundreds of times in our lives. And then Brother Branham from that keel, was headed down off of the mountain and they're going down literally thousands and thousands of feet. And as they're going down, he said, remember before we get down to that camp that we're gonna kill a silver-tipped grizzly bear. And Brother Bud said, I can't see one and I can see for miles. He, Brother Branham was asked, "Ask him, are you doubting the vision? I wanna ask you tonight, Are you doubting to take God at his word? This was laid on my heart. Because I preached too many conventions and saw God wanting to move in a certain way, but because of people's unbelief, You've got to take God at His Word. You gotta take God at His Word. You gotta, you gotta believe. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. I want you to take that finger and I want you to stretch it out. And I want you to go as far as you can out with that finger. Go ahead and exercise it. It'll be good for your shoulder. Now, I want that finger to come right back to you. Come right back. Take your time. Come right back in here. Glory. Right that preacher is talking about me. some of you didn't do it because I told you you didn't believe and you think I don't pay attention in church I pay attention some of you gripe and fuss and always got a second Monday morning quarterback and I'm trying to preach to you to get you in a rapture I want you to take that finger and go back out there again. I want you to wrap it right back around. I want you to bring it right into this chest. That preacher is talking about me. Three as a witness. I want you to stretch that finger all the way out there. Now, listen, this ought to take care of Monday morning whining. I want you to stretch that thing out there good. I want you to stretch it. They say you're not really moving your muscles until you stretch it all the way out. I want you to stretch it all the way out as far as you can stretch it. I want you to bring it back in. I want you to, however, however you gotta do it. I want, you, I, want, I want you to, you're not drunk tonight, maybe on the Holy Ghost, but I want you to come on back in here. I want you to come on. You're getting in there. You're getting in I mean, there. I'm listening to some of you get it. Now let's do it one more time, because maybe more of you get it here in just a minute. I want you to stretch that finger all the way out there as far as you can get it. I want you to really stretch it out there. And I want you to bring that finger right back in there. I'm not talking about the local Baptist church. I'm not talking about the Methodist church. I'm not talking about the guys down the street. I don't know about you. I'm talking about you. Hallelujah! And I saw myself in the word and I took God at his word. He's talking about me. Randy, I want you to reach your finger out. Guys in the van, I want you to reach your finger out and I want you to put your finger out like that. Nathan, you probably got the longest arm, so reach your finger out and come back around right here. They may be on a five second delay, so it might be hitting about right now. Hallelujah! Never think a negative thought. You can't help the birds from flying over, but you can help them from building a nest in your. Come on, take God's word and believe God's word. It's for you. Greater is he that is in me. Oh, greater is he that is in me. Oh, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, greater. Come help me sing. Yeah. That's right. You got that down now. You're hitting your Johnny. Hickok. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to sing in English and you're going to sing in Spanish. Yeah. Is that cool? Great yeah. receiver.
1: El que está dentro de mí en mí en sí. good, good, oh Ray, rey más, rin, grande de mí. más grande es el que está dentro de mí más grande es el que está dentro de mí más grande es el que está dentro de mí es el que está dentro de mí más grande es el que está dentro de mí más grande que él es que está dentro en el mundo
0: in German, did you learn any of their language? I did. Yeah. Why don't we try? It don't matter if you hit it. I won't know it. He said he can do it. You I, I talked about a half an hour today with my boys in German. You know, it, so I'm going to try it. Start oh, singing and I'll come along great. with you.
1: Greater is greater me that's in me. Más grande es que está mí. Más grande que está mí. me, that is, is the Oh, great mercy in me. Uh. Oh, great in me. Uh. Oh, great mercy in, in me. Uh. Great in, me, uh. great in my Lord.
0: Thank you. both of y'all. come on? Tom, we're gonna to have a duet. You and Jason are gonna come sing. The mic, Tom. Don't hold the mic. Don't hold the mic. Don't hold the mic. Okay. Now, now I, want, I want you to sing a chorus of it. Greater is he. Let's do it. Greater is he that is
1: in me. Más grande es el que está dentro de mí. Greater.
0: What are you doing, Ron? I'm pointing that finger. I'm pointing that finger. We might get something started here. Sure,
1: greater is he that grand is, is in, guest guest in, my I in me. My grand me. Yeah, as grandest in me. The I is in, in the Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, in me. This is, is this is in me Let's give them all Thank a very
0: Sing this song, and this is, this is what we're going to finish with this evening. I am thinking of a rapture. I am thinking of a rapture. Now, this is going to be choir time. Since this is the last song, that means you just put it all in. If you really believe what we've just sung here, this ain't no surprise. Or, well, I am thinking of the rapture i bless you Devil in hell. When that little boy, he said, in five minutes, if he ain't off of the ground, you call me a false prophet. And he said, you gotta lined up every devil in hell, and they couldn't stop that boy from coming back to life. Glory! There will come a resurrection. There will come a rapture. There will come a marriage supper of the Lamb. to dismiss too. Let's just sing it. Hallelujah. 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 When the redeemed are gathering in. But Brother Ron, we're leaving. Yep. One of these days we're gonna leave walk we'll right out of this world. Oh, yeah. We're we'll gonna have our last service. We're gonna walk right out of this service. Step right out of this service. Right into the marriage Well, I am thinking of a
1: rapture. In our blessed home on high When the redeemed Are gathering in Oh, I will raise The heavenly anthem In that city in the sky When the redeemed Are gathering in Oh, when the redeemed Are gathering in Oh, watch lives school and free from all sin Oh, how we'll shout Oh, how we'll sing Oh, when the redeemed Are gathering Oh, when the redeemed oh, Are gathering Oh, watch my soul And free from all sin Oh, how we'll shout